welcome to Words, Wobbles and Wisdom, an honest and fun body positive podcast by me, Anne-Marie Miles. Are you struggling with your weight? Do you wish that you didn't think about food so often? Are there days when you'd wrestle a toasted sandwich off an alligator? Well then, this might just be the podcast for you. I share my story, a lifelong battle with weight, food and mental health struggles. I share it alongside some of my writing on the subject and some of the wisdom I've gleaned from my life as a Christian. So join me for this week's episode of Words, Wobbles and Wisdom. I'm late. I'm late for a very important date. No time to say hello, goodbye. I'm late, I'm late, I'm late. Hello there. Welcome to this week's edition of Words, Wobbles and Wisdom. Late. Anyway, it's great to be with you. And this week, I want to talk about peace. But do I sound peaceful? No, because it is a frantic week. Frantic week. But I have these next few minutes with you, don't I, to talk about peace. And this is the second in our Advent series, talking about peace in the sense of how we feel about ourselves, how we feel about our eating, how we feel about the season. Tis the season to be eating. Fa la 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 la. And I just wanted to share a little bit. I don't know. It's 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 been a bit of a change for me over the last few years. If you'd have said to me, you know, when I got married first, would I enjoy a quiet Christmas? I would have said absolutely no way. I want noise. I want people. I want to be up to my knees in Christmas wrapping paper. And I want, you know, at least one child to get lost in the Christmas wrapping paper and for us to have to swim through the Christmas wrapping paper to find the baby and all that stuff. Because that's how it was when I grew up, you know, big family, everybody coming together on Christmas morning. And I miss it. I have to say I miss it. I miss that gathering together. You know, all my siblings have children and grandchildren, so they've established their kind of Christmas traditions. And, uh, you know, I mentioned, I probably mentioned last week, you know, that Rich and I, we always kind of feel a little bit that we tack on to everybody else's Christmas. We do have our own traditions that we have started ourselves. But, um, yeah, yeah, sometimes it can be, it can be hard. But what I found over the years is not necessarily that I enjoy a quiet Christmas more. It's that even the loud Christmases, I still struggle a bit and I still miss, you know, the kind of childhood connections that I had. And I think that's just natural. I was talking to somebody today and they had the exact same feeling of missing. And it's that Welsh word, hiraith. You know, it's there is no English definition for the word, but it's a homesickness for something that no longer exists. So... Sometimes I think that we get caught up in the idea that a peaceful Christmas is a quiet Christmas and a loud Christmas can't be a peaceful one. But I don't think that's the case. I think that a peaceful Christmas is something that's inside of us, regardless of whether there are lots of people here or whether there's nobody here. I think that a peaceful Christmas is something that starts inside us. Do we have peace about the money we're going to spend or we have spent? Do we have peace about, you know, the gathering that's going to happen Christmas Day, Stevens's Day or Boxing Day, as you say in the UK? Do I have peace about that? Do I have peace about the, the kind of family connection that's going to come together that wouldn't normally spend so much time together? I think it can be difficult for some people and it can be great for other people. 
But I, for somebody like me, there's the added element of food in that I, I find it hard to stop. I've talked about this before. I find it hard to stop. I find the stopping hard. Um, if there is a bowl of sweets on the table, I find it really hard to not keep going for them. You know, if there is a tray of sandwiches and everybody's just had one and there's still, you know, a dozen sandwiches left, I find it really hard to not to to stop eating and to stop reaching for the food. And that does take away my peace a little bit because I don't want to end up um, overeating. I want to enjoy myself and relax and have a good time. And in fact... I was talking to somebody else today. It's been one of those days. I've had numerous conversations today. I was talking to somebody else today and they are about to have a guest on their podcast. And she is a fitness instructor and she's going to tell everybody just to eat over Christmas. Just eat. She's sick of it. Sick of hearing people shouldn't eat over Christmas. And and that's great. You know, that's fine. That's that's great. But for me, when the default position is to eat too much anyway, I, I, I need to put a bit of a cap on it. <laughs> but I thought about a few ways that I can find peace over Christmas and uh, one of them is to be prepared. So I'm going to be doing, uh, you know, about the YouTube channel. If you've heard the, the podcast before, I started a YouTube channel and I've done some baking videos and I'm going to be doing a video. I did say last week it would be this week. I didn't know I did say last week it will be last week and this week it should be this week. But anyway. Uh, before Christmas is all I can tell you. I'm doing a YouTube video on Christmas treats. So low sugar Christmas treats so that if there's a box of sweets in the house, I have my nice Christmassy chocolates. So there's going to be cranberries and nuts and all sorts of nice stuff in them. So I'm going to make them. And the fact that I'm going to make them, it does. It's like, OK, if there's two tons of Ferrero Rocher in the house, I'll have one. You know, I'll take one of my tablets to help me with the lactose and I'll have a Ferrero Rocher and then I have my other uh, my other sweets to help me. So that's actually, that's really helped me to just, you know, have some peace about the season. I'm not going home um, for Christmas. I'll be home before Christmas and I'll be home in January, but I won't be there for Christmas. And that, you know, that gives me a little pang of homesickness. But again, I think it's a touch of Hirith <laughs> in that I'm really homesick for Christmas in my parents' house and uh, just being in you know being at their fireplace I probably said all this last week did I when I was talking about hope but um I am really looking forward to Christmas this year last year we were on our own Richard um tested positive for COVID last Christmas Eve and we had 10 days uh, at that stage it was still 10 days so we had the 10 days on our own with loads of food in because people were going to be coming to us I think on Stephen's day on Boxing Day and um we had loads of food and we just basically ate it all and Richard wasn't unwell, so it was great. You know, he wasn't sick at all. So if he had been sick, it would have been a bit miserable. And he was in great form. I think the day eight and day nine, he had kind of felt like he had a bit of a head cold. But all through Christmas and New Year, we were like happy days, you know, um, apart from the fact that we were on our own. But I, do you know something? It surprised me how much I enjoyed it. It surprised me how much I liked the fact that nobody could come into the house. <laughs> And we couldn't go anywhere. Um, it was more enjoyable than I thought it would be. Is that just a sign of getting older or getting more happy with myself or at peace with myself? But this year is great. We're in Wales for Christmas this year and we'll be um, all together as a family, which is great. The in-laws and 
really, really looking forward to Christmas. And even though I'm not going home, I do have a piece about it. So I looked at a few definitions of peace on the internet and I liked vocabulary.com's um, definition. Peace is a stress-free state of security and calmness that comes when there's no fighting or war, when everything is coexisting in perfect harmony and freedom. And I think, you know, that can be peace within a country, but also I think peace within ourselves. Um, because I used to think that peace was the absence of things. It was the absence of anxiety. It was the absence of confusion, the absence of noise, the absence of this, the absence of that. But it is actually the presence of something else. It's the presence of security, which I like. That's why I like this, uh, this definition, the presence of calmness. And it says that comes because there's no fighting, no war, no anxiety. It's not just the absence of stuff. It's the presence of a calmness, a presence of a security that's there because of the absence of stuff. Now, I know you might think that's just splitting hairs, but I do believe that there's a difference. And I think in the busyness of life, I think post-COVID, you know, struggling to get back out and meeting people face to face, traveling to work and um, just, you know, doing all the things we weren't allowed to do that frustrated us for a while and actually became gosh this is quite nice actually that I can't go to that meeting and I can't go to this and that and now we're back aren't we back into it all the meetings all the gatherings and I've noticed that a lot of people are just choosing not to uh, be part of as much as they used to be part of working in different ways socializing in different ways uh, certainly church even church attendance is is different and it's not about anyone's commitment to the church or anyone's commitment to God, I don't believe. It's just the the being there, the you know, the coming out the door and being there for a lot of people. Um, they're just not doing it as much, not going as far as often because of the peace that was garnered during the time where we couldn't go anywhere, we couldn't do anything, we couldn't go on holidays, we you know, made our own entertainment. We just lived with the company we lived with. And some people, I think, got used to that and quite like it now. Uh, and it was a long time, wasn't it? I mean, really, it was three years. It was the guts of three years, wasn't it? You know, and that's a long time. That that can change uh, a person's kind of frame of mind on things. But here's the thing. I think that kind of peace, that kind of peace that we felt during lockdown, I think that was the absence of things. So I don't think it's real peace. And I think we've, and I put myself in this category and I would put my hand up to this. I think we've made a mistake of believing that the absence of things will continue to give us peace. So even though life has gone back to, I'm doing the inverted comma sign here, normal, even though life's gone back to normal, I want to keep that peace that I've had. So I, I want to keep that peace um, so I'm going to continue living with the absence of things. I'm going to continue living with the absence of X amount of meetings, X amount of gatherings, X amount of work hours, X amount of driving, X amount of this, that and the other. I want to keep the peace I've had. So I'm going to keep, you know, I'm going to keep that kind of state of removal from the uh, from my life. And yes, I'm not saying it's nothing. I'm not saying it doesn't mean anything. I'm not saying it's no benefit. But 
that is not peace on its own. Th- th- my opinion, I believe that that is not peace on its own. The pe- peace is the presence of something. It's the presence of a state of calm. It's the presence of a state of, you know, I, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm good. I'm actually good. I'm good. Things are good and I know where I am and I I know what I need to do. I know who I am. I've think things are in place. I've got my ducks in a row, whatever phrase you want to use. It's that presence of a state of calm. And as in that definition from from vocabulary.com, it is security. It's the presence of security. So I think we need to make sure that we we don't continue to absent ourselves from things because that's where we found peace during lockdown because that isn't only it yes absolutely you know things were quieter and things were easier I confess and um, but we need to make sure that we don't fall into the trap of just cancelling things and stepping back from things and stepping out of things because we think, oh, yeah, there's peace there. There's peace in the absence of da da da. Um, because we need to bring something in to make that peace complete. We need to bring something into our lives to make peace complete. I mean, even if you think of, of the whole uh, anti war, uh, the anti nuke demos, you know, back in the 80s, was it? There was a lot of noise made <laughs> to bring in the fight for peace there was an awful lot of noise and there had to be there had to be to make people aware of what was going on to make governments aware that people weren't happy to you know I remember my brothers and my cousins going on CND marches in Dublin you know and peace doesn't come you know sometimes peace has to come with a bit of action it needs to come with a bit of um, a bit of preparation and a bit of stepping forward and a bit of uh, being there and I think that's why being practically prepared for Christmas will help me. Um, if I've got stuff in, no, I've got mince pies. We've got my dairy-free mince pies, and we've got a little slab of Christmas cake, and we'll, we will have that, and I will enjoy that. But the kind of constant picking that goes around would be very easy for me to just pick, pick, pick. And I can tell you, my homemade sweets, once I eat three or four of them, you couldn't eat a whole packet of them because they're so rich and filling, and the bit of coconut oil in, in them. You'll see it when I do the video. It really makes them filling and really satisfying. And they're not the type of thing that you could eat six or eight of. Ferrero Rocher, I could do a box of six Ferrero Rocher. No problem. A top tray of eight, no problem. Wouldn't be any bother to me to eat the whole eight. I wouldn't be able to eat eight of my sweets that I make. They're just too rich and too... You know, there's just so much in them. So, yeah, the, um, how did I get, how did I segue? Yes, yeah, pre- um, preparing. That was it. <laughs> I was thinking, how did I segue onto sweets again? How did I get back onto food? Um, but, yes, yeah, so I um, I think being prepare- prepared, you know, bringing something in, some preparation. And if you have a difficult family life, maybe, you know, when there's drink taken, as they say, that Christmas can be a bit stressful and a bit um, uh, a bit difficult then is there anything you know I, I don't I don't know the answer to this question because I don't know your situation but is there anything you can do to prepare put things in place a visitor 
a change in the dynamic of the family, different people around the table, uh, just something that changes that dynamic and changes the atmosphere. And of course, money is a worry. It's very, very hard to be peaceful about money when bills are going up and Christmas still has to happen and um, be prepared. I, I would say before you go and buy, just, just, just make sure you're getting a bargain. Make sure that you're not going to regret that halfway through January or February. I think the presence of a bit of forward thinking, the presence of a bit of planning, the presence of a bit of stopping and thinking, you know, just go and have a coffee, think about it again and then go and buy it. It's still going to be there. And the only reason I'm saying is it's just it re- to be in debt and Rich and I have been in debt. We have struggled with money worries. To be in debt is is the biggest stealer of peace that I have ever known. And even in health worries and even in anxiety and depression and homesickness, I think being in debt is the biggest stealer of peace I have known. So I think it's really, really important that if you are looking for peace this Christmas to bring, don't just make it the absence of noise, the absence of sound, the absence of things, make it Bring peace to your life with the presence of things. Bring a bit of forward planning. Bring a bit of thinking ahead. Bring some wise decisions. And have a peaceful time together with whoever you're joining with for Christmas. It would be remiss of me to move off the subject of peace without sharing with you one of the best Bible verses about peace that there is and it says it comes from Philippians 4 and it is verse I've lost it verse 6 and 7 do not be anxious about anything it's not easy is it (laughs) but in every situation in every situation every uh, every situation yeah every situation (laughs) by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your requests to God and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus it's really really important that we are thankful and that we pray Now, if you're not a Christian or you're not a religious believer, fine, but be thankful. Be, you know, I I think it's really, really, I think gratitude can, it's not that, it's not that we stop being thankful. I think we forget to be because we're so worried about all the things that are going on and and we're, we're in fight or flight mode and we just, we just can't stop. And we're like, you know, you know, lights had caught in the headlights and all that stuff. Um, we forget to be thankful for what we have really you know really frustrated that we can't buy the kids all we <clears throat> all that they want help them to be thankful for what they have gratitude is an amazing thing it changes our position it changes everything gratitude has a massive a massive massive effect on our mindset whether you are a religious believer or not gratitude 
makes a difference. It changes the mindset when you start to look around at the things that you have. I'm just going to read the verse again. Don't be anxious about anything. In every situation with prayer and petition and thanksgiving. So I'm talking to the Christians who do pray. Make sure there's plenty of thanks in your prayers. Bring your requests to God. And what happens when you do that? It doesn't say he will answer them all immediately. Within 10 minutes, you'll have an email. (laughs) It says, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. I mean, who on earth doesn't need peace in these days? We are in such need of peace. And I really pray that you will have peace this Christmas. And before I finish up, there's just one thing for me to do. What is that about? Yes, indeed. Frankie, are you there? Oh, I tell you, Frankie and his sister Eve. Oh, my goodness. They were at a wedding at the end of November, their uncle's wedding. And you should have seen them decked out in all their gear. Frankie looked the biz. He looked the absolute business. What a great kid. I'm hoping that I will see him when I go home to Ireland next week for a few days and bring back a Christmas greeting for you all from Frankie. So I'm really hoping I get to see him while I'm home. But yes, sorry, uh, Frankie, uh, go again. What is that about? Uh, yes, sorry, that's that's where we were. That's where we were. Well, today, let me tell you, I love Christmas. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Love putting up the decks. Why is it so tiring? It's absolutely exhausting. It's like a workout, but it lasts three days. Oh, my goodness. When I head, shoulders, knees and toes, knees and toes, I'm absolutely aching everywhere. It's taken me three days and I'm not, I'm really not finished. I still have bits to do. I love doing it, but I love the doing of it. But I am so, I honestly, I'm aching everywhere from doing it, reaching. Oh, and uh, We have a lady who comes and does a bit of cleaning for us, which is, oh my goodness, thank you, Lord. It's such a godsend. And our fire, we don't have, we have a fireplace where a fire used to be. There's no fire there now. Uh, but it's a beautiful tiled grate. And I said to her, if I clear it, um, can you, um, can you clean it, clean all the tiles? And then, because I put teddies and candles and different things down. I don't put the teddies beside the candles, all right, uh, on this because it's a big wide fire grate. And um, <clears throat> sorry, it's a hearth, you know, you know what I mean? Not a grate. Anyway, so I went to take all the stuff off. <laughs> I mean, it was literally too dirty for me to let the cleaner clean it. Oh, God. Took everything off it. So I had to clean all the tiles and clean the grate. And oh, God, I know it's a first world problem. Most of my problems are, but that is my irk. Now, I tell you what I did last year, right? We have a garland with decorations and lights on it. And what I did last year, right? I plugged out the lights and I went to take the first decoration off the garland and I went, ooh, because it kind of rolls up into um, like a like a ring donut, you know, like a Danish pastry. It rolls up and it goes into this circular case covery thing. So I plugged it out and I was about to take a deck off and I went, ooh. And I just started to roll it. <laughs> just started to roll it. Decks, lights. And if something fell off it, that was grand. I left it, rolled it up, put it into the thing, zipped it up. So that was grand, put it away. Well, when I took it out, I'm going to take the decks off it this year. 
I'm going to tell you. Yeah. When I took it out, it looks like somebody had ironed it. <laughs> it was, I'd never seen it so flat. It was completely, completely flat. And all of the decks were everywhere. I had to pretty much take them all off as well. The lights, not so much. I had to move them around. But yeah, but I, I know I love it. I'm not being a grumpy Grinch. I love it. I love it. I love it. But it's very tiring. You see, by now I should have teenage kids putting decks up for me. And I don't. I, I wonder, wonder, is there a, can I... I was going to say, I wonder, can I borrow someone's kid? But I might delete that bit. Anyway, listen, thank you so much for joining me. Don't forget the YouTube channel. Please do subscribe. And um, yeah, next week is joy. Looking forward to that one. We might have we might have some music next week to fill us with joy. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for those of you who've been in touch. Thank you so much for those who bought me a coffee. Thank you very much. And I will see you and you will hear me next week. Bye bye.